While we work at Microsoft, this podcast is independent of Microsoft and implies no warranty or guarantee of the products or services. We will not be sharing anything confidential, and we do not represent the opinion of Microsoft in any way. We are just two passionate guys that love what we do implementing Microsoft devices and services. Welcome to the Device Pros Podcast. I'm Frank Pinto, and my co-host is Alfred Ojuku. This show is all about our experience as consultants implementing Microsoft solutions around the world. If you're already an IT pro or you're trying to get started, you've come to the right place. We will discuss tech success and failure in the show, resources, tips, tricks, and everything in between. You can find us at www.thedevicepros.com, on Twitter and Facebook as The Device Pros. Hold on to your surfaces. The episode is about to begin. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Device Pro. This is episode number 14. My name is Alfred Ojuku, and I'm glad to be back with my host. Frank Pinto, how you doing, guys? Hey, buddy, how's it going? Good, man, I'm good. I'm excited. We're talking about some good stuff today. I know, especially now that the summer's hit, we can really get into the, to the, the nitty-gritty of the technology that's out there today. Really excited about that. Well, you know, that's what happens during the winter. Things freeze and technology dies. That's what happens. Yeah. And speaking of uh, coming back alive here, uh, we have a new solution that we'd like to discuss with you today. It's the Microsoft Surface Pro 3. Yeah, baby. Do you pre-order yeah. one yet? Uh, unfortunately, I haven't yet, but I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking Listen, about it. go to your wife, get permission, get, it, get one pre-ordered because I'm telling you right now, I cannot wait to get my hands on one. Um, on the pro or, <laughs> okay. Yeah. The pro man, come on. Easy. It's your wife, my, you know, come on. Whew. Easy now. <laughs> I was just saying, okay. So service pro three. So uh, just to be clear, it doesn't come out until June 20th. Uh, it's been sort of basically been announced at build. People are aware that it's coming and it's really, it's really cool. Cause I, I really want to cover with you guys. We want to cover with you guys sort of some of the new features that we expect to see in the surface pro three and why everybody's been craving about it. Now it's, it is available for pre-order already. So I did, I pre-ordered one. Exactly. Exactly. So I, uh, you did the right thing. I'm uh, a little bit behind, uh, but, uh, we'll, but we'll eventually have access to it. So uh, why don't we start really quick, uh, Frank? Uh, what are some of the things that you know about the Surface Pro Three that uh, make it such a great device? All right. So first off, um, we have a choice of three different i uh, Intel processors: the i3, i5, and i7, uh, which you know I think is is really cool. I ordered the i7 version. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm looking for that extra kick in the processor. The next thing is that you have a choice of four gigs or eight gigs of RAM. I went eight gigs. Why not? And then you have a range of choices in hard drive space, which is, of course, you know, uh, SSD, right? Flash. Um, well, I guess that's not the same thing as an SSD and flash. Anyway, um, similar but not the same. I got a 512, so I spent the big bucks. Oh, so you you went for the big the big. Uh... The big kitten right there, huh? I did. I did. All right. Nice. Yeah, so, so all the power, all the juice, and the reason why, you know, I don't know. So I've heard some stuff already online, right? You know, you get people that are excited, people talking smack, you know, you get you get all that stuff going on. Um, so people who are talking smack are like, man, that's crazy. I can't remember 
I can't remember the total cost because I ordered it in the U.S. and you know I'm in the U.K. so U.S. dollars I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was near two grand U.S. Um, and the reason <laughs> the people have been talking some smack about it, saying "Holy crap, it's a tablet for six thousand or six thousand two thousand bucks." That's insane. Um, I guess if you think about it that way, it does seem like you know a lot of money, but it's not. It's not just a tablet. This is a full-blown laptop replacement. So I've, I'm running around right now with a um, with a ThinkPad X1 Carbon Touch. Great box. Got eight gigs of RAM, i7 processor, 512 built-in hard drive space, right? SSD, um, USB 3, uh, and you know it's a great box, and I love it. But I'm also uh, running around with um, my Surface. So that's two devices I'm carrying around. This new Surface Pro 3, I need one device. I mean, it literally functions like a full-blown laptop, the same horsepower as a full-blown laptop. I throw in that nice new keyboard that gives it that extra stability, um, and I've got a laptop replacement, period. I need one device, and I can either go laptop or tablet. So um, for me, it, it's worth it. You know, this is an investment, and I'm going to hang on to this thing for a few years, and I, I think I'm going to love it. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's the other thing to keep in mind is that a lot of these other devices that we consider laptops, hybrids, um, they all sort of negotiate on some some kind of uh, compromise right. uh, and sometimes several that, that we're not aware of. But having the ability to have this new device that sort of combines the best of all and puts it into one one item that you can actually carry around. Yeah, um, dual cameras, five megapixel front and back. Yep. Um, and not to, I haven't even talked talked about the... What I think is really, it's not just, you know, sometimes you hear about these gimmicks, you know, these, you get this little gimmick. I don't think this is a gimmick from everything I've read and from what I've, you know, what I saw when they did the demonstration, that new Surface Pen, and that thing looks amazing. Uh, it looks super, super useful. It's funny, I was listening to another one of my podcasts uh, that I like to listen to. You just listen to all your podcasts. That's what you do on your Well, not time. my podcast. I mean, another podcast. I mean, mine, like as I normally subscribe to. Um, anyway, so I was listening to Windows Weekly, and Mary Jo Foley was talking about when she used that um, Surface Pen, how awesome it was. And it's funny because she's using it as a mouse. So she feels like she doesn't even need to connect, uh, an, you know, like a separate mouse. She just uses the pen. Ah, well, that, that's, I think that's the point is um, they're trying to really, sh we're trying to really showcase the, the benefits of having that pen uh, and, and using it as a, a pen, an actual pen that lets you do what you want to do when you click on it. Yeah. So that's, that's a really cool feature I think that's, that's been added to the Surface Pro 3 um, and that people are going to definitely benefit from. Another one that I, 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 I want to mention, which I think is very important to, to talk about, is the multi-stand multi-point kickstand uh so basically if you if you had the surface pro the original surface pro or the surface rt uh, you had the ability to, to have a kickstand that had one option where you open it up and it basically sits up and you can look at it. As it, it treat it like a, a desktop uh, device or a laptop that, that basically looks back at you. Now, with Surface Pro 2, we got a little bit more fancy. We, we added another click point. So now you had two different click points. You can have different, two different angles at which you actually uh, use the device and make benefit from it. And, um, you know, people enjoyed it, but there was still that need of how can we make it much more agile, much more easy to use. And that's where we came up with the multi-point uh, kickstand. 
where you have literally a number of different points up to about, I, I think, what, 180 degrees, 180 degrees, if, if not more? I think I read, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was 180 degrees, but you can stop it anywhere in that 180 degrees. So if you give one stop per degree, that's 180 different positions you can, you can position it in, how it works for you on your lap, on your desk, whatever. Yeah, I can't think of too many things that have that many degrees of flexibility. But Easy, anyway, that- easy family show, man. Come on. I was talking about different laptops. Sure, <laughs> sure. I knew you were. <laughs> so anyway, I, I'm really excited about that because I do watch a lot of movies. And, you know, just being able to decide when I want to stand up and watch the movie, when I want to sit down and watch the movie, if I'm on the train watching the movie, how I actually see it. That experience is now enhanced because of the fact that I can actually You're all watching movies. <laughs> what I care about. I mean, yeah, occasionally I get a chance to watch a movie. For me, I'm worried about how I can work with this thing. You're like, yeah, movies, movies. <laughs> well, that's the so I. But I'm that's the about, idea. That's the idea. Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's a work device and a play device. You know, so I totally. I mean, that's that's it right there. When I'm maybe I want to look at it at a different angle when I'm editing a word document than you know when I'm just kicking back watching a movie. Well, and that's to be fair, you know, when you edit a work document, you usually have it in one stance. When I watch a movie, I want that experience to be, whether it's a video, whether it's somebody walking through a session, um, I want it to be sort of uh, adjustable to what I'm looking for from a screen's perspective. Well, so. okay, so I've, I've used my Surface before um, in meetings, and you can use it to record, like you can use the front-facing, or no, the rear-facing camera to record, you know, what's what's in front of you. So it's always been kind of a pain because it's not very adjustable, right? So I would normally find something to, like, put under the stand so I can get it at right, just the right level so I can record the person that's talking inside of a, you know, a meeting. So I'm really looking for. I know I know we're really putting a lot of emphasis on this, but it's super adjustable. Nothing else offers this. Not uh, any well, other tablet has this kind of accessory that lets you be, you know, in any position you want. So we're trying yep. it that way. Yep. Uh, and that's to be fair. There there is no PC like the Microsoft Surface Pro three right now. So let's talk a little bit about the some of the other design upgrades that we're seeing with the Surface Pro 3. And, and the first one that comes to mind, uh, the next one that comes to mind for me is the is that the you know we have a slightly larger 12-inch display. Yep. Uh, and, and, and the reason around that is that the goal was to make it feel more like your, your, your average notepad that you'd actually use to take notes. It's almost sort of like a replacement. It feels just like that notepad you take into the meeting. You can actually take notes with it. Yep. Yeah, it definitely. Lo- I, I haven't had my hands on it yet, but it definitely looks that way. Plus, you get that. I've, I've talked with a few other people um, about it, and you get you know the, that extra. All right, uh, because of, because of the things we've already said and alluded to inside of the show, I don't want this to sound dirty, but you get those extra two inches, and I think that makes a big difference. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Definitely yeah. does make a big difference. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that's what she said but anyway <laughs> so no i mean you know you go from the the surface we have now 10 inches and you move up to that 12 inch device and that really makes a difference on your eyes and and chatting with people i wear glasses um and as long as i'm wearing my glasses it's fine but in talking with people about it they're really excited to get something that is very close to a laptop size screen i mean you know the ultra portable devices they're usually at about 13.3 so this is a 12 inch screen plus the resolution is ridiculous so you get a good amount of real estate on this thing yeah i heard it was something like 2160 by 1440 for the resolution that's supposed to be pretty good that is um, i'm looking forward to that and then i believe about 1.7 pounds 
um, you know, to the Surface Pro 2's uh, two pounds, which is, uh, again, you gain a 0.3 pounds difference in terms of, you know, uh, flexibility. So I'm not going to talk any smack on any other devices made by some fruity company, but um, during the demonstration or during the the, um, the news event that they had when they announced this, they took a scale out. I don't know if you saw it, but they took out this scale and they laid a MacBook Air 13-inch um, on you know one side of the scale. And then they took the new Surface Pro 3 with the keyboard and laid it on the other side of the scale. So with the keyboard, it's even it's still lighter than um, your standard MacBook Pro or no no MacBook Air 13 inch. Wow, that's pretty yeah. cool. That's pretty light. You know, I mean, I know people. So it depends. You know, it depends on the kind of work style that you have. I know some people would say, "Oh, who cares?" You know, a few ounces doesn't make a difference. But I'll tell you what, I live on the road, man, and my everything I need goes in my backpack, and every few ounces that I can save, that's you know, <laughs> it's that much easier on my back as I'm rolling all around the country here. Yeah. So one thing I want to make a correction on is that we mentioned that the tilting of the display gets to an angle of 180. It's actually 150 degrees, which uh, is still not that bad. It's actually pretty good when you think about it. 180 obviously would be laying down flat. <laughs> oh, right. So, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, 150 um, degrees. Okay, cool. But I guess you could do 180. There's, you know, that's just not having it up at all. So I guess that is count is um (laughs) so it's actually 151 different points that you can lay it down right because you lay it all the way flat and put it on the desk that's that's your 151st point there you go there you go all right well cool yeah i'm definitely hyped about that and the next thing i think is um is pretty cool this thing is made out of a uh the chassis is made out of magnesium yeah that's really exciting too to hear that yeah, I mean, the, not only is it going to look really cool, but have you ever seen a VW magnesium engine go up at like a campsite? Wow, man! So when we're done with this thing, campfire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so two features uh, make the the keyboard itself. So we, you mentioned the the actual hardware itself. The keyboard itself, um, basically, the upgrade trackpad is basically miles ahead of the old one with yeah. base, a, a clickable single button design. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still left and right click, um, but it's it's about 45% larger than the old one. Um, it, it's it's that just gives you a better experience altogether from the keyboard. And the other the other new perk that you get is that secondary there's a secondary magnet that's that's huge that basically hugs the keyboard and snuggles below the screen while you're also tilting it up slightly, and that keeps the keyboard more stable as you type with the machine on your lap. So that 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 is where you get that true experience of having the laptop replacement on yeah, your lap. Yeah, it feels like that go, that good old clamshell laptop on your lap, right? Yep, exactly. One thing that I think is kind of cool about this, there's a lot of things I think that are cool, but that this specifically, this point that you're making, um, you know, when you're using a clamshell laptop, the base of the laptop is sitting on your lap. And so what also is on your lap, that battery, that heat, the fan blowing stuff out right on your lap. When you're using the, um, the Surface, any of the models, and you're using it that way on your lap, uh, you know, it, the, the actual component itself faces out. So all that's on your leg is the, um, you know, all that's on your lap is the keyboard. So you don't get any of that heat that can get, you know, kind of annoying after a while, pretty hot on your legs. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I I used to ride the train a lot with my daughter when she was going to dance, and she I, I'd always get upset because she'd have the surface on her lap, and then next thing you know, if the train does a jerk, that laptop goes, you know, kind of flips over because it's only attached by that magnetic strip under, underneath. Now with this extra magnetic chip, uh, strip, it'll it'll help it stay in place and not allow it to move as much when we're on the train. So I, I'm really excited about that too. Cool. So, Alfred, I want to tell our listeners about ITPro.TV. ITPro.TV is a way to prepare for your certification exams. Basically, it is a training that is held online, live, and all those sessions are recorded so that you can go back and watch the sessions over and over until you understand the material. What do you think about ITPro.TV? You know, I was actually just checking it out the other day, and I thought it was pretty rad what they were doing. A uh, couple of guys up there just basically telling you about certification, and I was able to watch one session, was really excited, and really looking forward to going back to see it again. You know, I've watched a couple of the sessions now. It's They're funny, actually. It's, it's very relaxed. It's easy to understand. They make me laugh when they're going through the session, and because it's live you actually see any little imperfections. They don't do things like uh, record it and then edit out all the little imperfections and stuff. It makes it feel more realistic, and I really enjoy that. Yeah, I thought it was really cool that while it was live, they have a chat window open, so you, you can actually interact with the host while they're giving the training if you have questions. And even if you watch the recorded sessions later, they do have a forum where you can post questions, and the host will come back and they'll answer those questions later on. Yeah, no, agreed. And I think, you know, what makes it different from a lot of the other sessions that I've seen in the past mm. is that they really break down the material and talk about it with you as if you were actually implementing it. And they have stories around each one of those. Plus, they have guest speakers. So it's nice to see a variety of people covering the different topics and giving that, you know, ownership to what the subject is and making you feel like you are part of the conversation. Well, you know I think why? it's a great option. Yeah, I do too. But you, you know why it's like that? Because they're not just teachers. They're actually IT professionals that have worked in the field. So they understand what it's like to take the knowledge and then put it to use out in the field. It's pretty amazing that they have these very well-rounded people that are certified teachers delivering this course material. Uh, so far, I've been very impressed. Yep. I think. So what do I need to do? if I, I mean, if I'm interested in it, like what... What are, what are some quick ways to actually get involved in, in, in the IT Pro? All right. Well, I think the fastest way is to go to our website, www.thedevicepros.com forward slash IT Pro TV. When you go to the site, you'll see some information. We show you a little bit of details about what IT Pro TV is and, and who they are, what they do, the certifications that they're offering currently, CompTIA, Microsoft, Cisco, ISC Squared. So you get a little bit of info about it, and then you have a link to the site. Now, one thing you definitely want to take notice of, their regular price, which, and I think the regular price is a very good deal, $57 per month, unlimited access to all of the course material. In fact, did you know that they actually include for free when a new bit of information comes out on the course, like when we're switching from Windows 8 to Windows 8.1? That's included for free. Wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, no additional charges, which is unfortunately what I'm used to with other providers. So it's $57 per month. However, for our listeners, they provided us a special offer code. It is the device pros, one word, lowercase, 
for 40% off of their regular price that's for the lifetime of your account that drops the price down to $33.20 a month. Wow. That's amazing. That is so cheap. I mean, I've spent, have you ever been to a boot camp? I've been to a boot camp and went through the training. $6,000 is what it cost me for a week's worth of training. These guys give me unlimited training, a range of topics, a range of vendors for $33.20 a month. They do it in a fun way. I'm excited, and I really think our listeners need to go take a look. They do have free trials, so you can take a look and see what's going on, see if you like the sessions. I encourage everybody to go take a look at it. And the last thing I think is really cool that they do, they have a Roku channel. So if you have a Roku box, you can actually stream the videos and the pre-recorded content, the live sessions, right on your television. I don't know of anyone that does that. Do you, Alfred? Well, no, I, I mean, I don't typically use Roku, but I'm definitely interested in finding out what it can do and how it can actually be used in this scenario. Yeah, I mean, it, it just allows you to watch it right over your television instead of having to be in front of your computer. So you could be using your computer for taking notes or gathering information while you're watching the live stream or the recorded content on your Roku box. Mm -hmm. well, I, I'm excited. I think it's a great opportunity. I think it's a great opportunity, too. And to be completely transparent with our listeners, this is what's called an affiliate marketing program, which means that every listener that signs up, we receive a generous commission from ITPro.TV. That will really help the device pros because right now, Alfred and I are taking the money out of our pockets for the hosting and the bandwidth and the media and all the things that allow us to bring this content and information. So help us out at the device pros. Go take a look at itpro.tv. If you don't like it, don't sign up. Let us know. Please feedback to us if you're happy with the program. So far, I've been very happy, and I think that you will too. So come take a look at www.thedevicepros.com forward slash itprotv. Get our offer code, the device pros, and get 40% off of the already low price. Excellent. So, so from, from an IT perspective, from an IT pro perspective, uh, I do a lot of work with BitLocker and the management tool called MBAM. By the way, episode coming up, MBAM 2.5. We'll go over that. Side note, back to the Surface Pro 3. So there's a TPM 2.0 chip built into the new Surface Pro 3. So it's fully compliant with... Uh, with uh, BitLocker and MBAM can be managed through Configuration Manager, tied in with MBAM. Yeah. Um, I think that's really cool. I'm really excited about that. I know my customers are really excited about that. Yep. So for the people that don't know what TPM is, it's Trusted Platform Module, where basically you can store uh, sensitive information about the access to the system on the actual uh, the uh, actual firmware itself to sort of you know, protect it as you're you know, logging onto it or booting into it. Man, thank you for clearing that up. I could have sworn it stood for like trusted Polish man, but I I now know it's trusted. No, Polish with it, with with because it's shrinking down in inches, I doubt it's going to be that. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. So the TPM. That's a. I think that's a big. Uh, that's a big key. With Windows 8.1 on this thing, um, you have the ability to use those virtual smart cards, so you can have two form, uh, two factor authentication. One using the TPM chip, the other using your credentials, and that puts you right into play for, uh, you know, direct access with two factor authentication. 
Exactly. Um, so a lot of new features are built into it. I'm pretty excited that I know it's going to be something I can, you know, take advantage of. I mean, and and just by default, I mean, you you already get all of the great features you have with Windows, uh, with the Surface Pro 2, uh, built into the software itself already. That's already part of the 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 solution that you you get provided. But you um, have to have the hardware to be able to take advantage of it, and Surface Pro 3 delivers it. Exactly. And it just gives it that much more umph when it comes to using the device. Yeah. Another piece that comes with it, which is really cool, I, th- I think it comes out later, but it's the docking station, which gives you a, a multiple, a, a number of different additional ports that you can actually use for the Surface Pro 3. Um, USB ports, to be more exact. Um, it increases the ports that you can use. Once you, once you stick it in to the actual dock, you can actually put pop it in place by pushing in the side handles and then it makes all those external uh, ports available for use on that device. Yeah, so it actually uses uh, so what it, it you, there's a new power connector on the Surface Pro 3. There were a lot of uh, customer feedbacks regarding the power connector that it was, you know, not quite um, not, it was a little difficult sometimes to make sure it was lined up and make sure that it was on there correctly in the Surface, in the Surface Pro, the Surface Pro 2. So they added this new connector. Um, and within this new connector, which is on, you know, when you're running this thing in, um, let's see, landscape, <laughs> so you're looking at landscape mode, right? Um, when you slide those handles across, it uses that new connector that's on the side. And you get like, um, I think, two USB 2 and two USB 3 LAN um, uh, video out. You get quite a few, you know, ports. It's a full-blown docking station. Yeah, I, I think it's it's definitely going to be a good investment um, once you get you know get involved with that process. Yeah, get involved with that process. You betcha. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> uh, anything else that you want to add about the Surface Pro Three? Um, let's see. We, we there's a lot to add about it. Um, you know, it's funny sometimes. You could be listening to this, and if you pick one individual thing that we've talked about, you might say, well, okay, does that really make a big difference, this one thing? And maybe the one thing doesn't make a bit of difference. But when you start adding all of these things that we've just talked about together, it all adds up to a big difference. So here's a small thing, but you know, you mentioned that you like to use your Surface for movies. So uh, in the past services, the, the speaker was on the side. So you didn't get that the sound that was coming out of this out of your surface wasn't pointed at you and consequently it was pretty quiet so there's actually um i saw this uh kickstarter program that people made these uh, i think they call them the surface ears and it's just like this little uh plastic they they look like mickey mouse ears and you put them on the corner of the uh to both corners of your surface so that it redirects the sound towards you sitting in front of it. Great idea if you have a Surface or a Surface Pro 2 or whatever. Um, but in the Surface Pro 3, they they took and relocated the speaker so that it's facing you with Dolby sound. So um, I, I've already seen comments on blogs and, and other people talking about that it's much louder and much clearer in the Surface Pro 3 than it's been in our past models. Yeah. I, I, again, that's just another point to to kind of keep in mind is that with that, there there is a lot more features that add to just the usability of it, making it just more um, um, simpler to use and quieter, as you mentioned. So I'm kind of excited about that too. Yep. Yeah. So we talked about the new power connector. We talked about the new processors, the RAM, the hard drive space, um, the battery, think, the battery, the built-in oh, we didn't talk keyboard about the battery. battery. Yeah. Which, yeah. 
that kind of snuck in there between Surface Pro 2 and Surface Pro 3 um, as a, an additional add-on. Now, just one thing to be clear. The, the, the keyboard, the battery keyboard that's available for Surface Pro 2 cannot be used on the Surface Pro 3. Uh, okay. Right? But but the standard battery, um, I think Microsoft is saying you get nine hours out of the built-in battery in the Surface Pro 3. Exactly. So that's the other benefit of it, too, is that it has nine hours worth of life. Um, I, I suppose eventually they'll have a Surface Pro 3 keyboard uh, battery type device that can be, actually be used for the Surface Pro 3 as well. Hmm. Yeah, you get a full-size USB 3 port in there, and then what was the what's the uh, video out that's in there? I can't remember. Is it um... mini mini uh, mini HDMI? Oh, it is. Okay, so mini HDMI, which that's cool. So you know, a lot of times people ask the question, why does this device cost so much? Why is it valued the way it is? And and quite frankly, when you start comparing it to um, again, uh, other fruit devices, and you ask yourself, what am I getting on these devices that I'm not getting on, on uh, those fruit devices? You start seeing that there's much more capabilities built into this right out of the box. Well, it's right? all these attention details, right? It's all, like I just said, it's a, that you keep making these little tweaks. And when you add, you know, 10 little tweaks all together, that's one big tweak, and it makes an impact in your overall use. Well, People are using that. these things everywhere. You know, you, you mentioned like the train and, in the car and on the airplane and whatever, you know, all over the place at a customer site or in a coffee shop, wherever you're using this thing, on the couch. Well, I, I can tell you one thing. I'm not going to settle for good enough, right? I want a device that's continuously getting better and getting to a point where I can actually use it for multiple, you know, um, uh, functionalities. And that's that's where the be, you know benefit comes into play here. Another piece that doesn't get mentioned is the actual applications and the fact that the applications um, have oh, yeah, yeah. the ability to talk to each other. I mean, you can share apps, you can share information, email, print. You, you won't get that with some of the other fruit devices, unfortunately. Well, this is a 64-bit uh, processor, right? So you throw, it comes by default, Windows 8.1 Pro, 64-bit comes on this thing. So all your standard desktop applications are all going to work on this, and they're going to work really well. I mean, it's an i7 with 4 or 8 gigs of RAM. That's plenty of, that's plenty of juice running multiple applications to begin with in the first place yeah you know um and, and you know need i mention just multiple views of you know windows store apps in the same you know sk same screen so oh yeah, yeah. bluetooth 4.0 let's not forget about that so i it's i like to mention that specifically because i know that you and i both do this i have a few different headsets um some plantronics headsets i have the um what's the what's the latest one we both have the voyager pro is that the one yeah, Voyager Pro 2. Yeah, yep. yeah. So we've got that Voyager Pro, right? So you can just set this thing to automatically connect Bluetooth across to your uh, device. So I use that with Communicator. I use that with Skype. I can use it uh, because it's it's 4.0 and my device is new, so I'm able to use it for not just voice but also music. Um, so that's really good. And the, the Bluetooth 4.0 has a new specification in it to help um, – uh, provide energy saving while you have good connectivity. So that comes with it too. Exactly, exactly. So again, uh, we probably just listed about 10 different features that you probably were wondering, how can I use that in, without, you know, you know, uh, on my, my current device? Well, again, Surface Pro 3 has it out there. I'm really, you know, I'm going to push you guys to kind of think about actually going to the stores, checking it out and, and possibly buying one, you know, purchasing it, getting to use it. 
All right, so I'm I'm up in Glasgow, Scotland, and I'm working with a customer. And uh, today I was out on site, and they were asking me about the new Surface Pro three. And so they're they're kind of having some discussions uh, about the iPad, about the Android devices, and about the Windows devices. And so we were talking to them. Uh, you and I have discussed on previous podcasts data classification. There's these three different buckets: broad, you know, broad strokes, right? Um, medium business impact, low business impact, and high business impact. And typically, what we advise our customers is that you should only allow access to high business impact data for fully managed devices, domain joined. So in this case, I have a tablet, which is also a laptop. I only need one device, and I can use this multiple convertible device um, as one, you know, one single piece of hardware that I carry. I can use that to be fully domain joined, fully managed, um, and access my high business impact data from something that's really, really versatile. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm... There's nothing for me to argue there. I'm <laughs> just going to agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, all these little things, I, um, I'm i really excited about it. Plus, you know, okay, so here's the, here's the next step, right? I always tell people, people ask me, what's better, Apple or Microsoft or whatever? Well, I mean, that's an easy answer for me. I work for Microsoft. Um, but if you if I try to be impartial about it and I just start to make a comparison, if you have an iPad and you have a Windows device, and maybe you have an Android phone as well, you know, you're invested in these three different areas. It's three different ecosystems. That's just not, um, it's difficult for the end user, you know, especially even if you just have two different ecosystems that you're working from, like an iPad and a Windows device. What I love about carrying around all Windows devices, I'm doing all Windows 8.1. My stuff synchronizes throughout. I mean, I get my favorites on my phone, also on my laptop. Um, you know, I get uh, my, I can synchronize my Xbox Live account and Xbox Music account. All the stuff that I want, it's all synchronizes, you know, throughout, even the Wi-Fi network. Works. I mean, it's it makes my life so much easier to be able to synchronize things, you know, OneDrive and, and all of that. I don't have to think about it. I open up my phone. I can get to the same things I can get to from my tablet. And that includes – so I carry around a Surface RT right now. And my Surface RT has access to all the same stuff. And then I also have my, my Lenovo, my Carbon X1 Touch in it. And it, you know, I have access to everything. So I've invested heavily in this ecosystem for me, and that makes things so much easier. So if we're able to now give a device to our customers that's very versatile, which is what they're asking for, if they carry around a second device like a Windows phone, it's really easy. They don't have to worry about, oh, yeah, yeah, on my iPad, I have this in iCloud, and, you know, on my Windows device, I have this in OneDrive. It's all, you know, it's all the same ecosystem. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. I think uh, you know it's. I, I'm not. There's nothing to be said out else other than to get out there and you know look to purchase that Surface Pro 3. It's a great solution. It really you know helps with uh, maximizing your productivity, whether you're at work, whether you're at home, and just you know really just a good device to have as part of your you know your day to day use. Yeah. And I hear by the way that they're giving away. Um, uh, new Copo Camaros with every purchase of a Surface Pro 3. Yeah, okay. I want one. <laughs> I, I only wish, but no, they're, they're not. <laughs> not yet, anyways. Not yet. That's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Uh, just a few things to go back, you know, take away from this. Large screen, light form. Uh, you can dock it and do more, and you can actually write naturally. Those are the big things, and, and just easier to use when you're talking about a light form. Um, all of the, the big takeaways from this, um, you know, the list goes on and on. Uh, if you don't have a Surface Pro, if you do have a Surface Pro, please feel free to start leaving feedback on this on our site itself, thedevicepros.com. We're also on Facebook as well. You know, please go ahead and give us feedback. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you like it, if you love it, if you are partial to it, we want to hear your feedback. Um, the more feedback we get, the more of an understanding we know uh, of what you're looking for. Yeah, we're also on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. We're on all your, um, you know, usual character, usual suspect. Uh, Instagram. Sites. Yeah, yeah. Post a lot of pictures of uh, Surface Pros on there. <laughs> That's it. Just Surface Pros. <laughs> Right on. Well, thanks, Alfred. Another uh, great episode, episode number 14. And, yep. uh, you know, I guess on to the next. Yep. See you guys in the middle of the summer. <laughs> Sounds good. See ya. Bye. That wraps up another amazing episode of the Device Pros. We appreciate you tuning in and participating. We'll be back in two weeks with another incredible episode helping the technology community one podcast at a time. We want to hear from you, our loyal members, so please reach out on our website, thedevicepros.com, or The Device Pros on Twitter and Facebook. For now, be good to your technology, and remember, the NSA is watching. See ya! While we work at Microsoft, this podcast is independent of Microsoft and implies no warranty or guarantee of the products or services. We will not be sharing anything confidential, and we do not represent the opinion of Microsoft in any way. We are just two passionate guys that love what we do implementing Microsoft devices and services.